Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. What's good, fellow quarantines? Actually, let me rephrase that. What's up, ladies and gents? It's the one, the only, Brian Rail. Who the fuck else? And though I've been absent on my show for quite some time, I have missed, let's see here, Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday. It's off the rails, uncensored. And boy, does it feel good to be back on air because, you know, there's a few things to report. I'm not going to go through the trouble ranting and raving about AEW and how much, um, well, certain things don't add up on their end. And yes, wrestling's full of people, hey, you took my idea, you took my idea. I'm not upset that concepts are literally, hey, uh, you know, I saw last night on their program. Don't tell them I said that. Chance doesn't give a flying fuck, you know, what MVP does or what, you know, they're doing. I'm pretty sure they're happy to be used because actually that's a lie. That's not a true phrase for those two. MVP is one of my all-time favorites, guys. Why? Because every time he performs or just comes out of that curtain, out of gorilla, ball in, so eloquent man with words, and on Raw, that doesn't really happen all the time, and yes, Paul Heyman's not there, maybe he's behind the scenes, who knows, but the point is, there's a title that was unveiled on Raw, there's a title that was unveiled on AEW Dynamite tonight with Brian Cage. It's very bold when someone says the words, this is going to be the championship that I'm going to win. Sometimes uh, that championship doesn't see the light of day, but you got to admit, man, the United States Championship revamp by MVP, definitely balling. But anyway, so tonight on NXT's Great American Bash, this is going to be the very first review that I do, aside from the soundbite you'll be hearing later on from a one Matt Riddle Brotastic one There are certain things in this world That I'm going to discuss You know, especially what's going around Not, you know, political, but Especially uh, The hashtag speak out movement thing going on Uh, Not going to touch base with it entirely But I'm going to use it as as an example With Candy Cartwright and what she tried to do Matt Riddle and please, for the love of Pete, I don't want any hate mail going through there. But tonight, folks, NXT's 
Great American Bash Part 2 Included a street fight between Mia Yim And Candice LeRae I don't know if they um, I don't know if you know this But the history was made tonight In the main event So I'm just going to read reports from some of the stuff I didn't talk So LeRae So Yim attacked her from behind There's Kendo Stick You know From LeRae on Mia Yim, this is the worst reporting ever. Yim pulls the table out from under the ring. So, hmm. who won this match? Let me just skip ahead. Candice LeRae. So, was there any interference ran in this match? Because there's no way LeRae could beat Yim in a street fight. Give me a fucking break. I'm sorry, but no. Candice is a great worker. Uh, you know, it's just <clears throat> in a street fight. Uh, jeez. Um, some people would understand that there'd have to be brass knuckles involved and all that shit. But excuse me, there's no Raquel Gonzalez or T. So Dakota Kai to help Candice. No one, no takers, interference. I mean, Candice is, you know, that'd be like her beating Nia Jax. In a regular, I mean, she could beat her in a regular match. I'm not saying she couldn't, but the element of surprise, where is it? So, Yim was a series of elbows, okay. And then, how is this street fight when it gets into a fucking ring? Come on. Okay. That was the one match I didn't care for. And here's why. These two could put on a great match, and it still, to the fans, would look like the drizzling shits. Just from a you know, just from the observation, Bronson Reed versus Tony Nese, why? Why? So uh-huh, Bronson Reed. Okay. Go figure. Gargano, let me see here. What was this? Gargano v Isaiah Swerve Scott. Who cares? Gargano makes anyone look good though, so Oh, it's been a minute since I've done reviews. Legato del Fantasma versus Drake Maverick and Brizongo. Um, wait. I was going to say, the match kind of skipped ahead, but... The Phantom Driver on Maverick, so Legato del Fantasma wins. I guess that makes sense. I'm not sure. I mean, there's some pretty big names here. Raul Mendoza is involved in this. Okay. Mercedes Martinez versus Santana Garrett. Um, okay, I'm going to say Mercedes Martinez. Yep, I was right. I didn't even look down. Ah, let's see. The world's closest review. Winner take all NXT champion Adam Cole versus North American champion Keith Lee. Now, I will say it's a bit perplexing. Not really. I mean, these two did a great job starting off the match and getting technical, which I don't, they don't want to hold. Keith Lee bulldozing Adam Cole in the very first five minutes of the match, and they gave it a crescendo, which means in wrestling you don't want to do too much, right? wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It just was like, eh. is that kind of feeling. And it's like, oh, my God, Keith Lee actually won the NXT championship, which, in fact, that makes history because he's the first North American champion and is a dual champion. So, in other words, he pulled a, um, I love saying this, 
You pulled a Chris Jericho? No, because he didn't beat two superstars. He only beat one. So I guess you could say this match had some aha moments when Adam Cole hits the last shot and Keatley kicks out at two. It wasn't a bad match. And you know what? It's a distraction from what we normally got going on in this world with whole report of racism and pandemic. It's nice. It's a nice little sentiment. But, folks, there is a certain something that I would like to play for you later on in the show. And I haven't reviewed much. Should I review AEW? No, because that's just going to make me worse and be negative about them. There's no need. And, well, I could. The only thing I caught wind of through my Facebook news feed because AEW just they're like we didn't steal a concept so much like you didn't steal half of WWE creative sorry I'm not going to get into that spiel that's what happens every show every fucking fracking show is I don't have any well I don't I mean I'm being honest with you the people on their roster, some of them, really shouldn't be working at all, point blank, period. I agree with Cornette on a few things, not his uh, other vantage points. Dear Lord, be a cold day in hell. But the point is, when you have guys like Orange Cassidy, who I don't think he resembles Enzo, because Cassie has some semblance and idea of what how to uh, perform a drop kick or you know do a standing switch and entertainment with no hands. I mean, at least the guy's sane. Not just Orange Cassie, but Marco Stunt. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I mean, there are certain things that this guy should not be able to do. Two other guys twice or three times his size, but he somehow manages. Cody Rhodes, dear Lord. Um, visionary, businessman, worker that gets everyone's attention, good and bad. The good is, you know, he's trying something different, trying to give the fans and audience, the wrestling audience for that matter, a different look. However, a lot of shit's very reminiscent of WCW. Maybe it's an ode to Dusty. I don't fucking know. But what I do know is, is that Jeebus Christ, sometimes the things that we as performers or will do for an audience, it starts begging the question, why are we in professional wrestling? Is it to entertain? Is it for ourselves? Is it to become attention whores? I don't know. But from what I've seen, what Cody has done, like the uh, the moonsault off the cage and him breaking a toe, the unprotected chair shot, or when Dustin Rhodes took the freaking car door and got a big old bruise on the fucking end of his elbow. There's a lot of questions like, man, why do these guys do this? They must have a high threshold for pain or be gluttons for punishment? The answer simply is, do you want more? 
Are you satisfied? Or the answers, I should say. Are you satisfied? That literally live in this pool of hardcore want to see wrestling. As some people say, it's pure, it's pure. (sighs) Snooze. I usually put the snooze button on and say, wrestling is wrestling to an extent. AEW and what WWE does is completely different. And yeah, I, I saw my friend. If you have any questions, you can message me on wrestle underscore radio. Get at me on Twitter at btrain05000. That's the handle. Btrain at btrain05000. Now, Facebook is www.wrestleradio forward slash facebook.com. If you have any questions, leave them in the inbox. Please don't send paragraph-long shit. Just send a question. By the way, what's up, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, Tokyo, Japan, Milan, Italy, all the people listening, Toronto, Canada, Montreal, Quebec. What's up, Rio de Janeiro? What's up, United States of America? Britain, what's up? What's up, Surrey, England? Just saying hello to the people that are crazy enough to listen to my shit. And, and for that furthermore, while we're doing advertisements, Monster Factory is back open and up and running. If you have any questions about the new rules for Monster Factory, please look them over on monsterfactory.org. One of the world-famous schools that produced talent such as Matt Riddle, Pretty Boy Larry Sharp, the former owner, now, current owner, Danny Cage, head coach, trainer, and, well, liaison, if you will, at Mo- world-famous Monster Factory, located in Paulsburg, New Jersey. Any further questions, you can take a look at the tabs on the website on monsterfactory.org. Invest in yourself and make your dreams of becoming a professional wrestler, referee, manager, bring an answer, come true. There's, there are new social distancing rules, but they're explained better on the website. So if you have any questions, take a, take a look at the number at those specific times. I don't know if Danny's still doing tours. This guy's school is the real deal. I've been there twice. I can tell you both times I've been thoroughly impressed because this school by far, man, but I said in the mid-80s and 90s, Majority of that school got to be in tapings with WWE as an extra. But they also had guys like King Kong Bundy, Godfather D'Lo, the Headbangers, Mosh and Thrasher, Sonny, the Body Donnas, Chris Candido, Douglases. There's a lot. Oh, Balls Mahoney, God rest your soul. There's a lot of people that have come from Monster Factory that are not just in WWE. I mean, guys like Ring of Honor, CCW, not CCW, CZW, sorry. Um, well, let's see here, AEW, anyone? There's a lot of workers that have come from Monster Factory. And this may be a long-winded advertisement, but I assure you, I have good reason for this long-winded advertisement. You guys want to go to the true number one professional wrestling school, one that truly has, how do I put this, the influence, if you will, 
not the ambiance, but like when you go in that school, you automatically see pictures and you see see a lot of stuff. Okay, you see two rings, or you see people setting up rings. See a guy that, well, quite frankly, will literally make you shit your pants. He's a real nice dude, Danny Cage. Uh, but I mean, shit your pants. You will shit your pants. I didn't. I can verify. <laughs> Past the, all the rambling, if you will, Monster Factory's got its own mini docs series, okay? And it's about the students who attend Danny's school because they come from all over. There's a girl that literally takes two or three buses just to get to Paulsboro, just to get into the Monster Factory. And she is a pretty cool person. I met her. And then, you know, you've got somebody that, like I said, they're all unique. They're very all unique, okay? So, guys, invest in yourselves. That's all I can tell you. There's a lot of cool people that come there. There's Danny has connections. Not only the connections, but if they notice you, you might actually be on your way. I don't guarantee that. But trust me, the likes of Hurricane Helms will come up there, Mick Foley, you name it. You want to name big names? They've been through there because Danny must be doing something right. Anyways, long story short about a wrestling school, www.monsterfactory.org. Visit it today. Download the app. Watch live matches on the fight app from Monster Factory. Trust me, you guys will be learning a lot and you'll be going through a lot. Now, I did say, I did say that I'd be playing a clip. And see if I can, well, while I'm playing around with this, folks, because this is the point in the show, you know, normally where I would go straight to the rant, but I'm not going to. See, I'm just going to take the time to tell you all that tonight's NXT Great American Bash, Great American Bash Part 2, Great American <laughs> Um, I have mixed reviews because one terrible wasn't great, but it wasn't the street fight. I don't know why street fights always end up back in the ring. Why is it more comfortable to count there? Is it uh, the fact that Candace and Mia could not make up their mind? I don't know. Like I said, Candace is a very good worker as well as Mia. I've met them both. In person at different shows. One was an NWL back in Kansas City when I lived there. And then one, the other, I met at Wrestling Revolver twice now. Because Candace used to, I mean, she used to wrestle alongside someone. Is it intergender? I never know if she did so with uh, Gargano and Revolver. I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't recall. But I know that there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of professional wrestling, you know. There's not talks about canceling NXT UK. They are well because of all the allegations with Jordan Devlin and Ellie Garrow and also Travis Banks. What makes you wonder when you have a lot of money and you have a lot of uh, well in wrestling type fame makes people it makes me wonder why would you physically abuse someone, molest, the answer's up to the person that actually did it. And they couldn't tell you, or maybe they could. 
They could tell you some sob story about how they were abused when they were a kid sexually, or they're just fucked up in the head, period. Like, for example, when Travis Banks sat out Millie McKenzie's room and literally said, I will, I will just lay on the floor until you wake up. Do you know how fucking creepy that is to an extent, guys? It's not like... Gee. I don't know. I honestly do not know. That question is a good one. I don't know if Walter is going to be doing... Anything anytime soon. All I've heard that he wants to wrestle around on the European circuit, folks. So, yeah, you know, I I don't know. All I've read is that Walter is going to be wrestling. Yeah, he's going to be wrestling there soon. I don't. I would hope. No, 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 no. Why? Okay. I'll read through your, some of your questions. It's kind of like, okay, well. <laughs> Gee, I, I don't know. I'll probably get a text message here in a minute. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. Sir, I'm going to probably tell you that the best thing you can possibly do no not that I mean it's a good they're good questions that I told you if you're going to email you know or message me I should say it's wrestle underscore radio any questions comments concerns about Matt Riddle that sort of thing, when I get to it, is going to come up fairly soon. But I am going to play for you all on the iPad exactly what Riddle said in the two-minute time frame. So, yep. Um, like I said, if you... If you really want to join his school at Monster Factory, you can do so. By going to monsterfactory.org. Okay, there we are. Okay. Now, folks, angel fishes. All you snowflakes, all you great, great people, this is the point in the show where yours truly will not just cite opinion, but observation and also concern. So in other words, I'll just tell it like it is, but in an educated sort of way. (laughs) The following content. Of Off the Rails Uncensored is explicit has explicit verbiage and phrases. If you have small children under the age of 18 or under the age of 14, we ask that you please put cotton in their ears. And if they fucking can't, well, then you missed out. And if they repeat any of this stuff as schools may or may not reopen, 
I cannot guarantee that your kid is going to be in trouble because I don't know how that's going to work with the principal's office thing or not. Maybe they give digital detentions. I don't know. But keep in mind, I use a lot of profanity. And it may or may not offend you, but I just you haven't heard of Anthony Dice Clay or Rodney Dangerfield. Come on. I'm not the only one. Gargano, Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, let's see here. People, people. See, there's a picture. There's a video, yes. I got to start this video over, folks, for you, but before I do, because I'm going to be probably on this for a while, right? Now that I got the tweet up. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome yourselves to the biggest chaotic, rambling, but yet has a point type of show. Off the rails uncensored. And it feels, ooh, on the good, good vibe. Alright, it's not supposed to make sense, my dear. Monkeys in the truck, hit my music. Dig it. <laughs> molested, 
Does it make us an all-knowing expert of what those victims actually feel or actual victims feel? No. And I wouldn't want to know, but I have had friends that have undergone that horrid process, okay, and that's why their trust issues are out the ass because of it. So I'm going to tell you right now, when people claim rape and it's false, I have an issue with you. And I've met Matt. He's a very nice dude. For someone to accuse someone of something they didn't do, and it's a very serious accusation, I think that I don't think I know that's defamation of character. I know for a fact that when someone presents their case in court, if they act nervous or they change their story, like this, this girl has changed her story like countless times over Twitter. And to me, that's say that's stating that you don't know what reality really is. And if you say, come on, I have proof, I have proof. So the proof is a picture of you and him kissing. That's still an affair. That's still consensual because you agreed to do all these things. And it's just like, girl, been there, done that. Don't want to stalk people. You know why? Because I got a life to live. Other people have lives to live. So please shut the fuck up. Please do. And everyone says, it's so insensitive. You want to hear her story? No, because the bitch lied. She lied. And if you really want to get me going, you know, I could rant and rave for like 32 minutes straight. But I'm going to let Matt here on his uh, Twitter feed. He's not live with us, folks. But this was from Matt Riddle's Twitter audio clip, folks. It's two minutes long and two minutes and 20 seconds, actually. So i like you to sit back and listen to uh, what Riddle had to say, okay? Just bear with me, all right? This is sound quality. Is a little off, all right? Or maybe it's crystal clear. Here goes. I have never in my entire life sexually assaulted a man, woman, or anybody. And that includes Samantha Tavel, Candy Cartwright. I never sexually assaulted you. The story about that band trip and driver being asleep and me forcing you to do stuff and hop on, whatever, is a complete lie. It's a fabricated story because you're still mad. You know why you're mad? Because yes, you're right. We had the pair. You have plenty of evidence of that. And you know what? I never denied it because it happened. Do I want to talk about it? Do I really want to share about it? No. It's embarrassing because I feel like a real piece of crap cheating on my wife and doing that and now having to talk about it publicly. But I have to. We had a relationship. We had a fling. I started to get sad and depressed because I was lying to my wife so much to hide what I was doing. I was lying to all my friends because I didn't want anybody to know. Because it's not something cool. I didn't want to brag about it. I tried to end it. I told my wife about you and us. I tried to end it. And I blocked you. I blocked your social media. You didn't start using messaging apps. You kept coming. I blocked those. You got my new, I got a new number. You got my new number and kept messaging me. Then you got on social media accounts for other companies, kept messaging me until I blocked them. Now you have really started harassing me, showing up to hotels, harassing my friends. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? At this point, you have to realize, if you don't think you're stalking me or harassing me, you're crazy. And if you are at home and you don't think that's harassment, you're crazy. At the end of the day, I'm not perfect. You did have an affair, and I'm not happy about that. But 
I never sexually abused anybody. I never sexually assaulted anybody. And when I wanted to get out of this relationship, out of this situation, she said no, and she kept pursuing me and harassing me and stalking me. And then when she didn't get her way, she used the Speak Out movement to try to ruin my career. Completely unacceptable. That's all I really have to say. That's the story. Everybody have a great day. Take care. Later. You see? You see? You heard straight from Matt Riddle, right? Now I guess playing audio clips is my new thing. So I wonder if Homegirl has a rebuttal. It's not just her that goes around lying about rape. In some instances, they say, well, you're, just, you're bigoted, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not bigoted. No, I'm not trying to keep anyone down. But the ones that do have proof, gee, sweetie, I, I would like to know what gives people the right to lie these days, man. It's not just one doing it on a bigger scale. There's other people doing it on bigger scales. You know that Matt Riddle's net worth value is $1 million to $5 million, right? So all of a sudden when he jumps from NXT from making $130,000 or whatever, but if his value is still $1 million to five in NXT, whatever, I don't know the numbers. I'm just gandering here. But isn't that a bit suspicious? Because you want to be known. You want – I get it. I, I'm kind of actually not kind of. I was there at one point in my life, but I didn't go through the process of stalking the poor fucker or trying to message through WhatsApp to get this person's attention. It's like, okay, no. And I got 25 minutes left, folks. So, you know, just to delve a little bit into personal life, when somebody wants attention from someone, it's not abnormal. For them to feel like, well, I feel left out. I want justice. Are you that fucking insane? When somebody actually gets molested, do you know they go through a lot of psychological damage in their life? They don't want to tell no one. They don't even want to be around people. They're trust issues because they got fucked over by an individual they trusted or didn't barely know or whatever. So this is serious, folks. When you try to end someone's career because you didn't get what you wanted. You wanted the relationship. And probably in Candy's mind, this is what she wanted. I feel bad for you and your wife. No, the fuck you didn't. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been sitting there trying your damnedest to play damsel in distress and then get people to feel sorry for you on social media, such as Twitter, because that is a huge, it's one of the big drama folds out there, aside from Instagram and whatnot. So... I got to explain as best I can to you all exactly my sentiment towards the whole Candy Cartwright and Matt Riddle situation. That's a very nice dude. I I briefly met him in San Antonio at Evolve. Uh, The one thing that I can tell you is if the man's willing to admit his fault, like he said, I feel like a piece of crap. For cheating on my wife, as you heard in the soundbite, that two minutes and 20 seconds basically summed it up. I tried to stop you, but you kept coming. Folks, 
There are some people in this world that need a big dose of reality thrown at them. Do you know that's defamation of character, trying to say somebody did something but they did not? And on the grand scale of things, do certain people get accused and do they get in trouble for falsely accusing that party of rape or molestation? No. The penalty of perjury in this country is it's really sad. Some some counts of perjury, whatever, falsely accusing someone of rape is punishable, but it's not as bad as the person that gets falsely accused and what they go through. Can you imagine some people be sitting in this country accused of something they didn't do. They'll be sitting behind bars because some poor person decides, actually some asshole, decides, oh, I'm going to falsely accuse this person and even though they didn't do it. And then they find out 12 years later, 12 or even 20 years later, even 30. In wrestling, yeah, it's good not to keep things under the rug. We all do stupid shit. Sigh. Because every single person that sat there on Twitter was siding with her. I feel I feel real annoyed because everyone wants to take the side of the victim. No one ever gives the other person the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I even sat there and was like, maybe Travis Banks and Millie McKenzie was just an internal affair. No, I didn't sit there and do that after I read the messages between Travis Banks and Millie McKenzie or the fact that Jordan Devlin issued a statement even though there clearly was bruises all over this girl. That one's kind of hard not to deny. Those cases, like Ellie Garrow, dear Lord. The names, Wolfgang was worse because of the whole pedophilia incident. Taking pictures of schoolgirls, as his ex-fiance said. You know, I have to beg the question, folks. How sick and twisted are some individuals? Am I one to judge? Look, I'm a 33-year-old gay man. Reporting to you what sounds like, you know, an NBC, ABC nightly news report about professional wrestling, you know, and the allegations going on, all of a sudden, you know, all these women coming forward, more power to the persons that have come forward and more power to the people that really did go through an ordeal instead of, like, Candy Cartwright. That is the lowest thing to do to someone, and you need psychological help. And for the people who believed it, it happens. Because like I said, I'm the type of person that, you know, has been falsely accused of something I did not do. I had to sit and stew for a couple months before I went to court. And then my name was cleared. You want to ask what I was charged with? Apparently... This person thought when I was talking to them, not going to name names, and I'm going to reveal the situation here on air. Let me clear the air. I refused sexual advances. The next thing I know, I'm in Zoomies, minding my business. The security there put their stupid ass cuffs on me. I got put in a paddy wagon, 
got held in jail for about oh, a couple hours, yo. And I'm telling the truth like it is because it does have ties to this subject. I get to court. The case gets dismissed because the person had claimed that I had tried to touch them inappropriately. And there are cameras everywhere at an outdoor mall. And let me just tell you, had no interest in this fucker. Kept following me, asking me for my phone number, asking me to do certain things. So it's just like, okay, I don't feel the personal need to adhere to these sexual advances. One, didn't want to do jail time, but did so anyways. I mean, a couple hours of being held over, that's not jail time. But when... The accuser of all these things in the police report that I, this person thought I was going to rob him. This person said I touched him inappropriately. Motherfucker, when I told you no, I told you no. I didn't want anything to do with you because it just felt wrong. And I was telling the whole experience to these people who were dumb enough to call the fucking police. And let me tell you something. Do y'all know what it's like to be falsely accused or profiled? Because I do. It's happened on more than one occasion. But the point is, Riddle got accused of something he didn't do. And he was calm, cool, and collecting. He came out at the right time to basically state, this girl's nuts. Yes, we did have a sexual affair. I think it was just sexual. No, he didn't say I think. He goes, I know it was just sexual, and I tried to hide hide it from my wife, you know, so that she wouldn't find out. Well, you know, eventually things come back. Karma. But in Matt's situation, he's trying to make amends. He's trying to make it right. So all I'm going to tell you is, For the people that go around falsely accusing, you'll get yours. It's not right to to say that somebody did something they didn't. In other words, please don't be a bullshitter. Please don't, you know, please don't lie about shit that someone didn't do. Because someone around this world could be getting worse than you. They could be getting their limbs cut off. They could be, I mean, there's a lot of deaths going around, obviously, because of the pandemic, but what I'm trying to say is don't judge a book by its cover because a lot of people started jumping the gun. Oh, Matt Riddle was accused of allegations, blah, blah, blah. Not just Riddle. There's a lot of people that they have waited years. Why? My only piss-off point is why do you people wait? After all, it said, why didn't you come forward? Well, at the time, no. That just, that shit irritates me. The Speak Out movement, the hashtag Speak Out movements for those who been mistreated, had sexual misconduct, been raped, have been abused verbally, mentally, whatever the case may be. That's what the movement was for. It wasn't for redundancy and saying, oh, this guy did something to me that he and I consent. It's like, dude, an affair makes that situation consensual. 
meaning both parties agreed and consented to do said sexual things or whatever the fuck you did. I don't care if it was a date. I don't care if y'all massaged each other naked. It was consensual. And for those who get falsely accused of stuff, yeah, it's going to drag up a lot of fucking shit because here's the thing. In professional wrestling, you're literally, when there were shows, once upon a time, you are literally living out of your suitcase, man. You're going from town to town, city to city. You're not quite sure which psychopaths lay around except for, you know, the the usuals that come through asking dumb questions about wrestling because some of them believe it's real and some of them have the IQ of 12. Sorry, some of you do. I didn't know that this would turn into days of our lives. This whole scene, man, is just so ugly right now. And some of it, you know, some of the scene in wrestling is great because they're starting to reopen shit and do stuff that looks fun. But the same token, it's just like, what do you say? How how are you supposed to react? I'll tell you. Someone that kept their head, you know, not in the clouds, not arrogant, you know, or wasn't acting all fidgety and panicky, because then you know that person's guilty. Just by the way they act and carry themselves. Matt, I don't know you personally, dude, but I want to say from one dude who's been falsely accused of shit to another, um, totally different situations, but you did a great job, dude, at keeping your cool and not blowing off steam right away. And also, to clear the air, folks, not all athletes are scumbags. Some of them, yes. Some of them, no. In Riddle's situation with Candy, it's like, my God, if he's saying what was said by Lisa Riddle, we've blocked you several times. Lisa and the Riddles, I mean, my God, she has to be a patient woman because if Matt was keeping this a secret for a couple of years, and he had the balls, you know, to say, hey, look, I fucked up. Can you forgive me? And she sat there and said, if you don't like the riddles, you know, do we all have imperfections? Yes. If you don't like us, then you don't want to screw with us because this is who we are. That's a very strong marriage because I know a lot of women that would have dropped Matt in a heartbeat. That probably would have been the only drawback. But I see that ding A message from a friend Who just asked me What in the wide world of sports is going on I don't know man I This is a whirlwind It's it's not your ESPN documentary 30 for 30 On love affairs and professional wrestling My observations are If you do something Go full throttle with it. And this woman, dear Lord, she tried to jump on the rocket ship and go to space because that's where this story belongs. When you falsely accuse someone, the severity of it means you have to live with it for the rest of your natural born life. 
And it's because of people like you that can damage a reputation, not by accident, but with intent. I mean, how do you feel, dear? Are you still up there? Well, I know he's lying. Shut the fuck up, please. It's very... Very, very alarming to me. That when people like her, like Candy Cartwright, can sit there and say, well, you're being mean to me. I'm getting a lot of hate messages. I wouldn't hate message you because I'm blasting you on live air because people will say, oh, Riddle's a piece of shit anyways. Oh, that Candy Cartwright. We're in the he said, she said realm now. Innocent until proven guilty is the saying I've lived by my whole life. Because I've had people surrounding me in this business accuse me of lying, accuse me of not being who I am. When in fact I told them mentally I'm already damaged like the rest of you fucks. So what does it matter? We all have imperfections. We've all around. And if you say you haven't, well then, you must be a saint because in this business, you're tempted. You're tempted with a lot of shit. Drugs, ability to book really shitty. And by that, I mean you got promoters that book for themselves, make themselves champions. You've got people having affairs, abusing women right and left. I just, I want to point out, man, every time someone has ever said to me, what do you think of this person? I said, I don't know. And just reading an article doesn't really help my perception of said person. I don't know what person A does to person B that makes them so angry, so upset. But from what I can tell you is, Candy, if you're listening, which probably not, please take this advice. Read the book, Fuck Feelings. There's a section in there about relationships. And if you don't know which book I'm referring to, look it up, buy it on Amazon, do whatever you have to do. Because the one person that should stay out of public eye for the time being, aside from Matt, well, Matt doesn't give a fuck. But the point is... Please lay low because honestly, if I met you, I would tell you why did you ask you why did you do this? Why did you all of a sudden, hey, well, I have an opportunity to do the hashtag speak out movement. You just your stories, your tweets, your you know, proof of messages, girl, like Bianca Belair says, uh uh-uh, uh, you don't go here. So when Matt was wrestling for a separate company, when he was going to other places and you knew he was going to make it and you weren't, was that one of the motivations behind what you uh, what you did to Matt Riddle? You wonder why people are hating on you, dear. It's because you falsely accused someone. And the people who sat there and said, why you always got to side with him? God hates you too. Because honestly, folks, Yes, this is probably a biased segment of the show, 
But the bias is justified because if a judge sat there and read what she saw on the computer to now they, I guess, show evidence through social media sites like Twitter and Facebook to apprehend someone or convict someone because of the evidence within a tweet or a post or a status shared. It's highly important that you understand in the court of law, she would have been convicted of defamation of character. Well, it's not a some people are like, well, I know the law, blah, blah, blah. I used to work in public attorney. Look, it's a mess right now because Raw and SmackDown's ratings are really bad. But I guess this keep people in, this will keep people intrigued, I guess. You have a psychopath who deserves to be in a straitjacket telling someone or telling, trying to tell the world, for that matter. She gets all the empathy and love and care and sentiments and shit. Boy, make, that makes me want to hurl something foul in the toilet or basically just, I don't know, in her general vicinity because it makes me sick when people lie on other people like I told you about my accuser. You got, thing, you got issues that make you make us think to ourselves, is this really how professional wrestling is nowadays? And it's wrestling, 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 then drama, drama, drama outside the ring. Like, didn't the trainers basically essentially say, it's going to be hard to keep your nose clean because you're going to be tempted. You're going to be offered a lot of shit. Yeah, this is true, folks. This is very, very true. Within the past, like, month and a half, two months, who would have thought all these names would have been on the accusers list, right? On these allegations. The hashtag speak out movement worked, you know, in Hollywood, all these actresses coming forward about that one crazy, nasty person. Cause Carrie Fisher spoke out against him before she passed away. So it's serious for certain people. Like the whole Bill Cosby incident. Yes. We know that dude is basically, um, Accused of uh, putting stuff in people's drinks. Well, get you know, I get to that point where, man, I thought professional wrestling was something to distract. It is, it still is, in both positive and negative. But the negative starting to outweigh the positive in some aspects, right? And some say that's all up to you to decide to be positive and feel positive. This nonsense twacked out whack dude cannot, you know, you cannot keep changing your fucking stories, Candy. They showed screenshots, yes. So in other words, was he forcing himself on you when he was kissing you? Was he groping you in public? Was he, you know, did he take your underwear off forcibly in a park or, you know, in a hotel? Come on, like really, it really pisses me off with this shit. It makes me want to, like, literally sit down with the two of these people. There's nothing to discuss, that is all. Um, I'm with Matt on that aspect of the two minutes and 20 second clip on Twitter. However... Me being the crazy fucker that I am, 
would love to sit down with Candy Cartwright and say, why did you do this? Why did you accuse someone of something they didn't do? Also, what were your ulterior motives? And I want, you know, this will be a lie detector test type thing. Not just for her, but, you know, it's like, did you two really think the affair could have been hidden that well? If you just had an affair, fucking come out and say it. It doesn't take, well, you know, I was just on our move. So you, well, we were in a van and I wanted to, I didn't want to. He whipped out his dick and he told me to perform oral sex. It was humiliating. I wanted someone to wake up in that van as we were on a road trip somewhere. You didn't want to wake up anyone because the whole experience was humiliating. Nuh-uh. There's a whole lot of shit that probably went down in that van. And trust me, if anybody would would be in that van, wouldn't they have woken up if they were in the general vicinity of you? Wouldn't they have heard the noises? Also, on the WhatsApp, if it's between you and Lisa, like, honestly, girl, you have the balls to message someone's wife? By the way, we're having an affair. Uh Uh-uh. That's the shit that will piss me off real quick. So thank you for giving me ammunition, dear, because I have friends that were falsely accused of kidnapping somebody and, you know, holding them against their will. There needs to be a law proposed for someone that they falsely accuse someone to undergo a lie detector test. Those need to be admissible in court. There's a lot of shit that needs to be done. In the line of the justice system And we're not This is not a law course folks But if you were If you didn't even know anything about the situation Would you rather be the one that jumps to conclusions Or would you Try to be Objective Or observant and objective And listen to the story all the way through Because honestly y'all Like I'm starting to really get ticked off at the people that sit there year after year accusing someone of murder, accusing someone of this. And it's sad, you know, it entered the drama again entered professional wrestling and it's not in the form of steroids like it was back in the nineties uh, when Dynamite Kid took the blame and never was heard from again. Come on, man. Accountability is one thing That's something people and myself You know we all are trying to work on But in closing I'm starting to wonder Like I said I would love to sit down And interview Candy Cartwright On this show and ask her Why did you lie And if she comes up with some cockamamie answer I'm going to put her ass on mute And the whole rest of the show be up, you know, for your own judgment and interpretation. Because I'm not sitting to fit here. I'm not sitting to sit here and listen to a whole bunch of lies that don't ever go anywhere, and they just keep on forking the wrong direction. Anyways, folks, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails has to say, then I got voice words for you. Forget about it. Join us next week with Lady Lynn and myself in a new formatted. Off the Rails Uncensored, where we will play sound bites and clips of someone's statements or sound bites and clips, period, that made us laugh. That we have to let you guys hear for yourself, all right? Join us on Wrestle Radio Network. 
Be sure to check out this episode afterwards. Download it for free on iTunes. For those of you listening on a pandemic, thank you for putting up with my shenanigans. So, anyways, ladies and germs, uh, toodles, bitches, I got to sleep, got work in the morning. Dig it. That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.